right, here we are again for another episode of the Wing It Worldwide podcast. My name is Scott McKay. And I'm Emily McKay. And today, Emily, you know what? We're going to a place that I have to admit is near and dear to my heart because it was on my bucket list probably since I was in kindergarten, and that's Hong Kong. Absolutely. We finally got to go there. Now, I have to tell you this. Even landing in Hong Kong at the airport is amazing. It's not quite as amazing as it used to be back when the old Kai Tak airport was open. You know, if you've seen some of the old movies with Hong Kong and the airplanes are like buzzing the skyscrapers on the way in, that's because the international airport used to be like in the middle of the harbor between Hong Kong and Kowloon on the other side. They've since moved it out a little bit, but it's still very mountainous and lots of water and a very busy airport when you land. And I would say probably more, or at least as much so as any other airport I've been in in my entire life, just the people watching is spectacular. People from all over the world. Isn't that one where we saw the women in the airport with the rings around their neck? Yes, absolutely. That was at Hong Kong Airport. People from all over the world, so many different cultures, and it's so exotic just to be there. You know you're already far away from home. Then, of course, we took the infamous ride with the drunk taxi driver. Yes. Which was pretty crazy. Where the accelerator went forward and back and forward and back and rocking us back and forth. We made it to the hotel. We're here today. Yeah, to live about it. We were whispering to each other in the car, is he drunk? (laughs) We're like, is he okay? (laughs) Or am I just really jet lagged? Which is it? But sure enough, he was like on the accelerator, off the accelerator, weaving back and forth. Should we get out or we're going to actually make this? Yeah, anyway. Well, once we got there, we were amazed. You know, Hong Kong is one of those really vertical cities, kind of like New York City or even like Singapore where you know this is just one urban environment. And you remember where we stayed? We stayed in the Shark Fin District. Yes, we did. And we had a beautiful view of the harbor. Yeah, probably about 10 square feet to squeeze into. Right. And most, that's true, very small. But most of the boats out there are your pretty normal boat. And we kept looking and kept looking because we wanted to see that really, what's it called? That type of- A junk. A junk, Yeah, Chinese junk. And we finally got to see it. Yeah, like the third day we were there. We were like, there it is, there it is, we got to see it. So disappointing. I mean, you want to see junks in the Hong Kong Harbor, right? Because that's what makes it Hong Kong. Well, those are a thing of the past. You know, they're like bobbies in London. You're just not going to see them anymore. And it turned out that the one we saw was actually a tourist thing. But, you know, hey, at least we saw it. I'll take it. Darn it. Now, climbing up to the top of Victoria Peak at night with the incline is an amazing experience. Well, I'm thankful I didn't have to walk it, especially when I was pregnant. Oh, yeah, you were pregnant. I was, yeah, we had just found out we were pregnant, what, the day before we had to leave on this trip. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that was something else. And um, that was one of our first international trips. We took our honeymoon. Then we took a trip to South America right after we were married. But this was our first international trip after a long hiatus of not traveling, and the first of many trips. You know, this is where we kind of launched our lifestyle of world travel. This was the first trip we went on. So, you know, this shows you how far up the bucket list Hong Kong was. Oh, we became travel jerkies after this. Oh, it was amazing. But getting back to my story, I was so thankful we didn't have to walk up that hill because it is steep and long. And fortunately enough, they have this little trolley. Well, it's not a trolley. It's kind of like like a train. It's like an incline. Yeah. And it's steep. It's amazing. It's almost like a 90-degree angle straight up. A funicular, I think, is the word I'm searching for. Yes, that's what it is. Fun. I loved it. That was one of my favorite things that we rode. 
Oh, and then my other favorite thing there was Ocean Park. Yeah, great cable car ride. Remember that? Real high up and real long. They had pandas there. It's That's a right. theme park, basically. Yes, with, with animals. animals. Yeah, right. And an aquarium. Yeah, very well known in Hong Kong. I also loved going to the Kowloon side in the tunnel underneath the whole harbor. They have a subway line that runs underneath the harbor. And then you get to Kowloon and the food is just amazing. Street markets with lots of food, anything you could possibly want or want to avoid to eat, um, anything in the world you'd want to buy. And of course, the night markets anywhere in Asia are spectacular. This one is particularly huge and all the sights and smells and sounds and just being bombarded by Asian culture to that degree is just fantastic. You know? Oh, yeah. Pretty much anything you want to buy. Lots of knockoffs. Yeah, right. Which you probably shouldn't buy. <laughs> I'm going to play the fifth on that one. Yeah, but wonderful to go to the Kowloon side and just have dinner and eat. And, and shop. And explore. Yeah. Now, Hong Kong is what China calls a special administrative region. And what that means is Hong Kong, along with Macau, which is the other of the two associated with China, have a high degree of autonomy. So you still see a lot of British influence there, of course, because the British controlled Hong Kong for a long time. But in many ways, Hong Kong is really its own country that's very different than the rest of mainland China, which makes it very interesting, too, I think. Yes, absolutely. Matter of fact, you can see that in Victoria Hill, where you go up there. You got to go up there at night. Well, it's named Victoria. That's British enough. <laughs> right? Need I say more? So they have the big fancy mall up there with the major department stores, as well as this breathtaking view of the entire, or as much as you can see, of Hong Kong. It's kind of like the iconic view. Yeah. The postcard view. So yeah. you go in the daytime, but be sure to go at night when you see the night lights. Yeah, go twice. Absolutely. Day and night. Why not? Enjoy yeah. the funicular ride. Yes, exactly. And... One of the other interesting things that just kind of jumps to mind about Hong Kong is how we went and had some Chinese food, and it was okay. And I remember the guy who runs the restaurant coming to us and go, oh, you live in America. They have much better Chinese food in America than we have here in Hong Kong. He did. That's right. <laughs> we were sitting there, and we were talking about that, and he was right. He was right. If you do a sit-down Chinese restaurant in Hong Kong. Now, that's not to contradict what we said earlier about the food being spectacular. It's just I don't know if I'd recommend sitting down at like a Chinese restaurant. Now, in Beijing, you can do this and enjoy the heck out of it, but maybe not so much in Hong Kong. But that's something that definitely came to mind when I'm thinking about our trip to Hong Kong. Right. Now, thinking of food, that right. reminds me right where we were staying in the district, the Shark Fin District, walking that block, and you can smell all the different types of seafoods, and everything's dried. We're right. in that area where everything's dry. And you can smell, you know, it's a very strong, fishy, dried smell, but mm -hmm. it was an interesting odor that is not offensive, but interesting and fun. It's not necessarily fragrant either. No, it's, but... It's very Asian. It, you definitely know you're not in you're not in Kansas anymore. Well, you know, but you may be in Chinatown in San Francisco because when we visited Chinatown in San Francisco with the kids, we kind of put our noses in the air and said, you know, Hong Kong. This yeah. smells just like Hong Kong here. It had that you know? vibe. Yeah, exactly. But um, you know, one weird thing that just came to mind was I now remember in the subways they had like coughing manners signs, reminding people to cover their mouth and turn their head. Right? Crazy, right? That you have to like remind people of that? It is, isn't it? Do you remember they had the double-decker buses there? Yeah, absolutely. That's like the British 
influence. That's right. With Victoria Peak, we also had the double-decker bus. Which was weird because they had the Japanese Toyota Crown taxi cabs. Oh, that's and right. And the British buses. Going back to our drunk driver. Right, exactly. But yeah, we took a ride in the double-decker bus, sat up in the top at the front, and basically meandered around town. Yeah, took saw, a view that way. Yeah, saw great things from the front of that double-decker bus. That mm-hmm. was big fun. Another thing that comes to mind about Hong Kong is we drove around the port of Hong Kong, which, you know, we should have expected this. But man, that was one impressive port. Just humongous. Containers after containers, and they were stacked beyond imagination. I can't imagine how that was not 100,000 containers or more. Easy. Just a huge port. And, you know, everything comes from Hong Kong. Well, everything comes in and out of Hong Kong. Everything's made in Hong Kong. Right. So, you know, you would imagine that to be a huge port. But that, that was an amazing sense. thing. Yeah. Oh, Oops, there's crickets. There we go. That was on our way to the airport when we yeah. took the shuttle. That's right. From the uh, hotel to the airport, we were passing by all those containers and the ports. But Hong Kong is a busy, bustling metropolis of a place. It's not like New York, although it's as vertical as New York. It's purely Asian, and I'm so glad we went there. I am too. I'm glad we knocked that off your bucket list. (laughs) And yours. (laughs) You know, one thing kind of to tie this up that we forgot to say is how beautiful it is there. The mountains. It is probably one of the world's prettier cities. Yes. Definitely. Hong Kong. Woohoo! We got to go there. Yeah. And if you guys would like to check out our website, it's at www.wingitworldwide.com. We have two free reports for you there. One of them will give you our top 10 travel hacks. We guarantee you've never heard of any of them before, and they're all just ninja. You're going to love them. Our other report is how to beat the system and visit countries for absolutely free. And we visited 14 countries so far with this little system, right? Absolutely. And you can too. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Pinterest. You can find us on, on Facebook. Yeah, all those places. It's all Wing It Worldwide. We got in early on that one. We did. Nobody squatted us. Mm-mm. So uh, go ahead and check us out. And if you like the show, please leave us a review. We would greatly appreciate it. Definitely. And until we talk to you again on the next show, this is Scott McKay. And this is Emily McKay. Be good. And have fun. Wing It Worldwide podcast is copyright X and Y Communications. All rights reserved worldwide. Remember, you can go to the show notes page at www.wingitworldwide.com front slash podcast. There you'll find out much more about all the destinations talked about by Scott and Emily on this show. Remember, if there's anything left out that you wanted to hear, chances are you'll find it there. It's all at www.wingitworldwide.com front slash podcast. This is Ed Roy Odom speaking for the Wing It Worldwide Podcast. Until next time, be good.